Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. I'm so glad that we can spend time together to study the Word of God. I believe that the Lord will bless you because you are the doer of the Word and you are hungry for the things of God. God fill the hungry and the thirsty. May the Lord speak to you in this teaching. I am in the series called Building Firm Foundations. I would like to invite you to listen to the first 34 lessons. Now we're going to talk about standing on God's truth. And what I try to teach you in this lesson is about giving you basic Christian foundation or basic Christian doctrines or biblical doctrines. As believers, we need to know the foundation of our faith. The Lord Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. From this verse that came from the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ, we can see that the Lord Jesus compared the Christian life to the salt of the earth. What does it mean? It means that our life as a believer, should have positive impact or influences on the people around us or in this world, in the society. Salt will usually influence or impact the things that it comes into contact with. When we mix salt with meat, it will keep the meat from spoiling. When we put salt on food, it will enhance the taste of the food. Salt is used to preserve food and give good taste to the food. Therefore, our life should really bring the blessing, preservation, and good things to the society or to the people who come into contact with us. When we come around people, they will be blessed. They will be strengthened, encouraged. They will experience the grace, the power, and the miracles of God. Wherever we are, we will change the atmosphere because we bring the presence of God and we know the truth of God. The truth of God in our life will set the captive free. Our Christian life should be like the salt of the society or of the earth. We should positively influence people in society, in our home, in our workplace, in our classroom, and anywhere we go. When we are around people, wherever we are, that place, in that community, people there should be positively impacted to change into the better condition. They shall experience and see the blessing and the goodness of the Lord. Christians can influence the world only if they have different life standards from others in the society. We should have a higher standard of life because we have faith, we have the presence of God, we know the truth, and we live a righteous and holy life, our life will be the blessing to others. The blessing of Abraham is upon us 
because we know the truth and we practice the truth. Christians must stand firm in following God's principles and teachings. We need to know the basic Christian biblical doctrines so that we can live according to God's standards without compromising, but by faith and in love. Let me read some scripture to show that it is important to stand firm in the truth of God and live our life according to the truth of God. It's so important that we know and practice what we learn from the Bible. We need to understand basic biblical doctrines. If we stand firm on the Christian doctrines or faith or truth, we will know where we are standing and we are going. We will be very firm and stable and we can overcome problems in life. The biblical doctrines are also the dividing lines between what we should do and what we should not do. We should clearly understand the basic Christian's belief according to the biblical teachings and stand firm on the truths. If we do not stand firm on the basic Christian teachings, we will be like the salt that loses its saltiness and we are going to be influenced by the world. And we may fail and we may not be good witnesses to other people. Therefore, to stand firm on the basic Christian doctrines is very important for our life. Second Timothy chapter 1 verses 13 and 14. The Bible says, What you heard from me, me mean the Apostle Paul who spoke the word of God by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. What you heard from me, Keep as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. These scriptures command us to obey and follow the pattern of sound teaching or sound biblical doctrines. Therefore, we must be careful to learn to receive the good biblical teachings or doctrines. And we must make a decision to live according to God's truth or God's teaching. Otherwise, we may fall away from His truth and we will not be good witnesses to other people. We cannot be the salt and the light of this world if we live in the lies of the enemy or we live according to the corruption way of this world. We need to know the truth. The truth set us free and we live according to the truth. Second Timothy chapter 4 verses 3 to 4. For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. Christians must stand firm on the basic biblical doctrines so that they will not turn away from the truth and turn to myths of false teachings. The Bible warns us that in the end time, many believers do not want to hear the real truths mentioned or recorded in the Bible. 
They want to hear the compromise teaching, the false teachings that are not biblical. But those teachings tickle their ears. They love it. For example, they may hear the teaching that God loves you anyway. God has grace for you anyway. You can live loosely. You can sin. There are no more laws in the Bible. You can do whatever you want. God loves you unconditionally anyway. And the grace of God will cover you when you sin against God. Therefore, you don't need to take serious about obeying God. Wow, that is not the biblical teaching. You have to be careful. But unfortunately, in the end time, many will follow those kind of teachers. But I want to encourage you. Let us become a real disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, who love God, who want to know the truth, and who want to practice the truth by the help of the Spirit of grace, by the power of the Holy Spirit. We can be the salt and the light of this world. We can all together become the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ, who wear the white linen cloth that is the righteousness of the saints. Second Timothy chapter four verses three to four. I read one more time. I hope that you are not in this group of people. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables or false teachings. I pray that. My Christian friends or brother and sister will not get into the trap of the enemy. I really like the false teachings. I pray that the Holy Spirit will open your eyes to see the truth and to discern the wrong thing from the enemy or from the false teachers. The Bible warns us already. That's why I produce this teaching to give you good, biblical, firm foundations. And biblical doctrines. Second John verses seven and eight. I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out into the world. Any such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what you have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. As believers, we need to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, and we follow Him by reading His Word and agreeing with His Word and standing firm on His Word or His truth or biblical principle. We need to obey His Word. I promised the Lord that in my walk with God, in in my service toward the Lord, I will emphasize the Lord Jesus Christ and His teaching. Not my own idea, not my own interpretation. The Bible talks about people who reject Jesus, like the Antichrist. But there are also people who use the name of Jesus to preach their own doctrines. They call themselves Christians. They call themselves a Christian church, but you may not hear much about Jesus. And they twisted the Bible. They try to dilute the Scripture. They don't want to talk about repentance anymore. They don't want to talk about the word sin, repentance, living a holy life, following the Holy Spirit, live a life that is pleasing to God. And because of the flesh of the human being, many people like that kind of teaching because they can live according to the flesh. 
not according to the Holy Spirit. The life of obedience makes us the salt of the world, and we have to stand firm on our faith until the last day. We're going to follow the biblical doctrines that God put in the Bible. In this time of teaching, I would like to talk about certain truths of our basic biblical doctrines that we look in the Bible. I just want to give you some basic teachings here. The first thing we'd like to talk about is about God, the Creator. What does the Bible talk about God, the Creator? The Bible teaches us that there is only one true and living God. Our God is not a dead God. Our God is a real, true God who created everything. He created the heavens and the earth and the universe. And He revealed Himself in the three person. One God, but three person. We use the terminology Trinity, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God the Father is in heaven. He sits on His throne. God the Son is at the right hand of the Father right now. He came into the world, and after He died on the cross, He was resurrected, and He was raised from the dead, and He ascended up to heaven. And God the Holy Spirit is in our life right now and on our life. And he is working on this earth to help people to be safe and help the believers to be victorious in life. God is spirit, but God is not a material. He's not just an energy because God is a spirit. He has a personality. We can see the personality of God when we read the Bible, that he is able to make decisions. He has feelings and emotions. He has the standard of morality, or we call righteousness, and He also is holy. He is perfect. He is powerful. He is the master of all. He is the owner of the universe. God is not limited by the dimensions of time, space, and capability. Therefore, He is all-powerful, or He is omnipotent. He is able to do all things. All things can be done by Him. Nothing is impossible with Him. The only things that He will not do is to sin or to do bad things. He is the good, gracious, faithful, loving, and kind, forgiving God. He can be everywhere at the same time. Or in other words, He is omnipresent. He has all knowledge and understanding. He knows everything. Nothing can be hidden from Him. He is omniscient. He knows everything. He's the Creator who is just, holy, and righteous. He is love. And His love is unconditional. He loves mankind unconditionally. But at the same time, He's a good God. He always does good things. He never changes he is the gracious God. He loves to show mercy, kindness, compassion, and grace to His people. He's long-suffering God. He's low to anger, but at the same time, He's just. He will not agree with wrong thing. If you keep sinning, eventually, by His justice, the punishment or the judgment will come. That is the God that we worship. 
and the God that we can read in the Scriptures. That is one of the basic doctrine that we believe. Our God is still living. He's not dead. He's not in an idol that we worship any statue. Our God is not animal. We don't worship cows or snakes or trees or any statue of human being. He is spirit and he is everywhere. And he can show up in a tangible way that you can feel him. Sometimes God allows you to see him with your own eyes or he gives you the vision. He can come into your dreams. So that is God that we worship. Another truth that we need to know in the Bible is that we believe that the Bible is the Word of God. The Bible was written in the Hebrew language and in the Greek language. The Old Testament was written in Hebrews and the New Testament was written in the Greek language. We believe that the original manuscripts of both the Old and the New Testaments were inspired by the Spirit of God. They were given to His servants who recorded them in writing. And all these original manuscripts were translated into different languages, in English, in Mandarin, in Japanese, in uh, Spanish, in Thai, in Cambodian language. Therefore, the Bible is infallible. No mistake in the Bible. Every verse in the Bible is inspired by God. Because the Bible is the Word of God. It has the highest authority. It has the highest standard that all men should know and obey. It is the Word of the Almighty God. It is the only standard for our faith. And it is also the source that reveals to us the unchanged truth of God. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 to 17. The Bible says, All scripture is God's breath or inspired by God and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. I myself sold out for the word of God. I believe every single verse in the Bible is from God. I will not cut even one verse out of the Bible. I will believe everything the Bible says, and the Holy Spirit teaches me to understand the principle, the truth, and the knowledge of the Bible. And the Holy Spirit anoints some people to be teachers and preachers to explain, expound the Bible. But again, we all have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will tell us whether a man who is teaching the Word speaking the truth or not. You have to discern and you need to know that not everything that comes out from the mouth of a man or a woman is always biblical. That's why God gives us the Holy Spirit to discern, to be able to tell whether a teacher is teaching the truth or not. We need to study the Bible. We need to read the Bible and we use the Word of God in the Bible to be the standard of our life. We make every decision in life by looking at what the Word of God says. And the Holy Spirit will tell us what to do, lead us in the direction that is never contradictory to the Word of God. Your faith is based on the Word of God. 
That's why the less you know the Bible, the less faith you have, the less area of faith you have. The more you know the Bible, the more area you can put your faith in. For example, lately, I have been teaching about divine protection. As my church studying divine protection, our faith in the area of divine protection is expanding, increasing, and growing. You see, we, as a church, we need to teach the Bible so that God's people will put their faith in different truths in the Bible. We talk about God, we talk about the Bible. Now, let me explain who Jesus is. As believers, we believe in the living Almighty God. We believe that the Bible is the Word of God. This is the basic biblical doctrine that we hold on to. The next one of the basic biblical doctrines is Jesus Christ. John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word means the Lord Jesus. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him, nothing was made that was made. The Bible say, and we believe what the Bible say, that the Lord Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. He is eternal. He was with the Heavenly Father from eternity. He was involved in the creation with the Father. He was with the Father from the beginning, but He came into the world more than 2,000 years ago in the land of Israel. He was born from a virgin and He claimed to be God. He said, when you see me, you see the Father. We, as born-again Christians, believe Jesus is both a full man and a full God. He was filled with the Holy Spirit without measure. Luke chapter 1, 28 to 35. And having come in, the angel said to her, said to Mary, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you, Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. I pray that all of us will find favor with God like Mary as well, because we love him, we want to obey him. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. The Lord Jesus Christ came from the line of King David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be? Since I do not know a man. You see, Mary was a virgin. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. As believers, we believe what the Bible says. We believe that Jesus is the Almighty God. He is our Savior. He is the second part of the Trinity, 
actually the Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit, all God, they are equal in position. But each one of them have different ministry. How we relate to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in a different way. We pray to the Father in the name of Jesus by the help of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was born of a virgin by the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. He is completely God and he is completely man. He died on the cross to bring redemption for mankind. He took sin from us. He took the punishment of sin, which includes death, curses, sickness, poverty, rejection, broken relationships, all kinds of problems that sin has brought to mankind. He took all of them on him, on the cross. And on the third day after he was crucified and he was put in the tomb, on the third day, he was physically raised up from the dead to fulfill the purposes of the Father concerning salvation for all mankind. He was raised up from the dead and eventually he rose up to heaven and now he is at the right hand of the Heavenly Father and one day in the future he will come back again a second time to establish fully the kingdom of God. The old earth will pass away and he will come and reign on this earth. At that time, all believers will stand at the judgment seat of Jesus Christ and he will see us face to face. In Acts chapter 1 verse 11, we can read about the raising up of Jesus to heaven. He rose up to heaven. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. In other words, when Jesus come back the second time, he will not come as a baby in the womb of a woman. He will come with his glorious body down from heaven with the army of angels, with the trumpet sound, and he will come to judge the world and reign in this world. And we're going to serve him, see him face to face. So I believe that you learn something about the basic biblical doctrine that believers should follow and stand on. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I will come back next time to teach about other truths in the Bible as the basic biblical doctrines that we need to stand on until we see Jesus face to face. Thank you so much. I would like to ask you a couple of questions. The first question, will you stand on the truth of the Bible? Are you willing to submit to the truth even though the truth may come against your flesh, your traditions, your previous teaching that you learn from the world, are you willing to allow the truth of God to renew your mind and you surrender to the word of God? Are you willing to? The second question, who is God that you serve and worship? Who is Jesus Christ that you called him my savior, my healer, and my Lord? Who is Jesus and who is God? Can you describe, write it down, or discuss with your Christian friend. 
God bless you. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next teaching. Lord, I pray that you will open the spiritual eyes of your people who are listening to this teaching. Help them to understand the light and the truth of God. Imprint your truth into their heart, Lord, and bless them and give them grace, strength, and faith so that they can stand firm in their walk with you and they shall be blessed. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much. May the Lord be with you always. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Oh, thirsty.